warning. What you're about to experience may get offensive, sexual and orgasmic. Relax, you'll like it when Sapphire's through with you. Pour the wine and press play for Sapphire's Zero Play. sexy motherfuckers out there in radio land this is your girl the one and only ms radio sapphire sapphire if you're extra fucking nasty now i hope everybody had a great thanksgiving i you know what i had an awesome thanksgiving i spent it with my bestie she cooked like a whole damn dinner and if you're curious to see what she made i believe i posted it on my instagram at ms radio at ms radio sapphire um no it's meant to slip my shirt is meant to slip but anyways everybody we got so much to talk about tonight and like i said i hope you guys had a great thanksgiving and i'm so excited because my cousin finally dropped her little baby so i am an auntie well an auntie cousin but i'm so happy so i got a lot to be like really thankful about it's awesome but yes okay so tonight we're gonna be talking about a little thing called sexual performance anxiety okay sexual performance anxiety so basically sexual performance anxiety is the fear of overcoming you know not the fear of overcoming but the fear of getting intimate with your partners and this doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or you're just having a simple booty call and a lot of men do have this anxiety you know this very common anxiety and women do too now it's seen differently in women than it is with men so bear with me everybody but also i want to tell you a little thing about sexting now we've all sexed whether we choose to admit it or not you might be flirting with somebody on text message and you're like you know what baby like maybe let's take it a step further now let me just say this I am not really a big fan of sexting and I'm going to tell you why. I am a person who's more physical and visual. So I'd rather have my partner in front of me doing all the nasty things that we claim we're going to do. Because to me, sexting can only go one or two ways. It can be a really awesome, you know, foreplay method or it can just really be a shitty way of disappointing the person that you're going to bang. Now, we're in a generation where Tinder, you got plenty of fish, you got people sliding in people's DMs, you know, through Instagram and Twitter. And if you don't know what sliding through the DM, it's basically saying sexually suggestive shit on a private message. Or if you're that dumbass that just loves to be on the thirst trap and just publicly, you know, tweets how you want to fuck the shit out of this woman and you want to bend her over backwards but then say like she actually gives in and say you know what i i want to take him for a ride then you end up doing not a thing that is the biggest disappointment so me and sexting i have a love-hate relationship if you're gonna sex me can you please not claim what you're gonna do to me in the bedroom until we're actually in the bedroom It is just so disappointing when I see guys texting me how they're going to beat this pussy up. They're going to make my pussy squirt. They're going to make me beg for more. And then when we actually get down to the sex, we either A, don't do any of the things that he listed out in the sex, or B, he's not up to par, or C, he just, he can't even get it up. 
because he's had all these, you know, fantasies and then he gets to the real deal and he's like, oh shit. And I'm going to tell you in our recent sexcapade. So I really have not been getting dick since I last saw Sean, aka audio. And I did fuck another neighbor of mine, which I told you guys, and he had a nice dick as well. Now, funny story with that neighbor, but I'm going to get to that in a second. So I actually got back in touch with an old college crush of mine and him and I, we were on the college radio station circuit together. And there was a lot of like subtle sexual tension when we were, you know, just hanging out like we were friends. We would go out, kick it and everything. But we never, you know, flirted to the point where I'm either sucking his dick or me kissing him. Like we never really actually just gone out and became physical. So it was kind of weird that all of a sudden he was sliding in my messages on my Instagram because he's been seeing how I've been working out and my body's been looking good to him. And so then he tells me, you know, maybe you and I, you know, can hook up one night. And I, you know, I'm a girl who's DTF down to fuck. I really am the type of chick who's down to fuck. It's just the way how you present it. He asked me if I knew any friends or if I knew any like swinger clubs that can help him get him laid. And I was like, well, and I was kind of like inebriated, but I was like, fuck it. We've known each other for a while, like for five years. So fuck it. I'm just going to go out in the open and just say, dude, I'm single. You're single. I'm just letting you know I'm the type of chick. If you want to bone, we can bone. We can do this. So, of course, that got his attention. And so he starts slipping me the good old sexy messages saying, like, I can't wait to slip my my dick inside your pussy. I'm going to make you so fucking wet. You're going to beg for me and all this. You know, he was really like it was actually really sexual. And it was kind of it was it was nice. Maybe I'll pull up some of the examples later on. But he started showing me, you know, his dick. He was beaten off in the in his video. That he was sending me. I mean, he was getting really raunchy and I was liking it. So then we finally got to hang out. What was it? About. It was the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So the weekend before Thanksgiving. So we hung out. He brought over some weed. We started smoking and we're drinking some wine and we're having good conversation. But nobody is, you know. I'm not on him. He's not on me. It's just two friends smoking, chilling. Then he just looks at me and he's like, so you're going to kiss me or not? And once again, guys, I'm a type of chick. My body language is pretty simple. If I'm sitting on the couch to you and we're less than a feet from each other and I'm just, you know, we're chilling, we're smoking, we're doing this. I'm wearing, for God's sake, some booty shorts and a top. Like, I'm really just begging for him to be like, yo, you said on the fucking sexting that you were going to come and beat this pussy up, you know, as soon as I you walked in the door. He didn't do that. Hell, he, he basically was too scared to even hug me. But then... I nicely grazed my, you know, little ass over to him and I started making out with him and started, you know, touching on his dick, getting him all excited. And he wanted to like start like doing me right on the couch. And I'm like, nah, let's let's go upstairs. Like, like, let's go take the smoke. Let's go upstairs. The mood is right. Like, let's go and do this. 
So we're making out again. He's fingering me on the staircase. Then he's like, you know, starting to eat me out or as I thought he was going to eat me out. He basically just like grazed my pussy. I wouldn't even call it eating out per se. I wouldn't even call it a good pussy kiss. It was literally his tongue barely hit my clit and he thought it was doing something. But I was already kind of wet. I was feeling it. So I was like, fuck it. Let's smoke a little more and let's see what happens. So then his finger game was on point. I was like, okay, you're you're rubbing the clit nicely. You're really trying to like get the G spot going. Like he knew what he was doing on that. So I couldn't, I couldn't get mad at him. Couldn't get mad at him at all. Sorry, I had to take a sip of the wine because this is where it just really gets worse. So I have this man fully erect, but he he highly suggests that we take it a little bit slower than we already are and dry hump on each other. Like, uh, I mean, dry humping was cool when I was like in sixth grade and I didn't really know what, you know, I really didn't want to lose my virginity and I really just wanted to, you know, just dry hump on somebody. Oh, sorry. Not sixth grade, but like more like eighth grade. Okay. I was a young freak, but like, guys, if a girl is wet and ready and your dick is obviously ready to go, wouldn't you kind of be like, all right, it's time for me to slip my cock in her and show her the business that we were talking about. Like, I I don't understand. It, It really didn't make sense to me, but I still went on with it. He's kissing on my neck. He's, you know, tonguing me. I'm tonguing him back. You know, I give him a nice little blow job and he almost like came. So I was like, no, fuck this. I put my dick, I put his dick inside of me and that thing went so limp. He looks at me and he's like, I'm just so nervous. And I was like, there is nothing to be nervous about. Like, you know, it's me. Like, you've known me for so long. Like, dude, chill out. Like, we got this. It's all good. And he's like, no, it's just like, you're so sexually advanced. And I'm like a newbie to this. I was like, dude, your dick is at full. Your dick was at full max. Like, what do you mean you're nervous? There's nothing to be nervous about. It's just sex. We're having fun. Your body's ready. My body's ready. The mood is right. Everything was fucking perfect. I didn't end up getting laid that night. In fact, I got very bored. I do not really want to cuddle unless I'm in a cuddling mood. And I really wanted to get fucked. This man hyped it up so fucking much. So fucking much. I really was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But ladies and gentlemen, my dumbass being the horny person that I am. And like I said, my on-demand dick is kind of unavailable right now. Why did I fucking... Why did I text him? Why did I text him before the show and be like, yo, so what are we doing this weekend? Like, you want to do this again? And someone just said you should have fucked him. Um, 
trust me at that point the only thing I wanted to fuck was my pillow and my Hitachi and I even busted out the Hitachi because he asked me to and he couldn't he couldn't handle he was just like no this is just like I don't know what's wrong with me and guys here's the thing instead of saying I don't know what's wrong with me why don't we do this stop focusing on how hard it is to get it up and focus what's in front of you just focus on what's in front of you and just do it and if you know you're gonna have you know performance anxiety because to me I'm looking at this guy and I'm like this is definitely not the first time he's probably had performance anxiety like this not being able to get it up not able to achieve a full erection and there's it's two different things getting the erection is one thing but maintaining that erection is another thing okay and then the fact that again he over sexualized himself on the sexting sexting the way that i like to do it is like a little tease and i tell everybody this when they start you know asking me like yo like can we you know be fuck buddies or whatever i tell them i'm not really into sexting i will start you off very slowly and the next thing i'll ask is like um you know hope you have a good day I don't want to get too much in detail because I know me. (laughs) I know I provide good sex. I know I'm good at sex. I haven't gotten a complaint. It's the people that fuck me or attempt to fuck me. They cannot fall through with it and call it a conceited moment as you will or what you want. But at the at the end of the day, when you're hypersexualizing something and you don't fall through with it, it's kind of just disappointing. It's like having a piece of pie, a piece of apple pie with no apples in it. Okay, the whole point of it is an apple pie. So I'm gonna open up the phone lines right now and I want you guys to weigh in. Have you ever found yourself, you know, over-sexualizing yourself on text message? But when you get the pussy or when you get the dick in front of you, it's a whole nother story. I do wanna hear from all of you. Like I said, we are opening the phone lines right now. I just got the number, so bear with me. Um... (laughs) You can call right now, 323-375-4018. If you have had a sexual experience where, you know, you've had a little problem, you couldn't get it up or maybe she couldn't get it up. Now, guys, you're probably wondering, well, I've had girls that have, you know, not been, you know, wet down there. And, you know, how do I get her in the mood? Well, there are some things. Let's start it off with this. Now, when it comes to foreplay, everybody, everybody and everybody, everybody is different. Seriously, the foreplay should last as long as you can last. Now, think about it like this. Foreplay is like another form of masturbation, except now you're doing it in front of another partner. So think about all the masturbation sessions that you have. How long does it take yourself to edge before you actually fully come? That's one idea to think about. Then two, think about the duration of lockjaw effect. How long does your knees get out? Because if you want to be adventurous and start eating the girl's pussy, you know, on the floor and you're kneeling, you know, are your knees stable? Think about all these things ahead of time. So that way, when you're getting into the foreplay, you and your partner are communicating with each other. You're not going into the whole like, are you okay? Are you okay? Because that also can be a little annoying. Phrases like that 
or like, is it in yet? Oh, do you like it? Obviously, if she's moaning and sighing and you feel the wetness, if you feel her groping your body, obviously she likes it. So don't keep asking the repetitive questions over and over again. That might clam a woman up real fast, real fast. (laughs) But, um, you know, think about that, too. Then take things easy. I don't know why y'all men always seem to want to jackhammer right in the beginning. Seriously, stop trying to jackhammer in the beginning, but also don't go too slow. But go at a pace where both of you guys can kind of build up the sexual stamina stamina between each other. The whole point of sex is being one with the other partner, okay? And... You both want to get pleasure out of it. Guys, I understand. You know, you get this pussy. You got the girl that you always wanted. You got the office whore next door and she got the wettest pussy ever. And you're like, fuck, I don't know what to do. I'm all up inside of it. Stop it. (laughs) Jackhammering is cool to a certain extent. And for the people who like porn, y'all are not going to like me. And if you're just now tuning in and watching for the first time and you're like, how the fuck is Sapphire going to talk about porn? I used to work behind the scenes in the porn industry. So I'm going to tell you this. When you're watching these porn scenes and you see these guys and girls getting fucked in all sorts of different positions, think about it like this. It's a movie. They got to act out certain scenes. They got to be in certain positions. And half of those positions are not very comfortable. And then when you see the aftermath out of it, oh, oh my God, the aftermath is not cute anymore. No, I did not act in porn. I worked behind the scenes. I produced porn radio and all that. So don't try to go all pornographic on the chick. And chicks, stop trying to go all pornographic on the dick unless if he can't handle it. But yes, yes, they do have to act. (laughs) I trust me, I would fucking ruin people and their fantasies of their favorite porn stars if I told you of half of them, half of them, more than half of them. Fake it. And they're acting. But yes. But be careful. But again, I'm still taking calls. So if you guys do want to comment, have you ever had a moment where you got the girl, you got the guy and you're like, oh, my God, this pussy is so good. And then all of a sudden you just couldn't retrieve an erection. I want to know. So remember, 323-375-4018 is the number to call. And of course, this number is on Google. So which also means that you can call it even off air and leave a voicemail and I can take those questions off the air and bring it back, bring it back for the next topics and all that. But again, so be careful when it comes to the sexting. Now, if you're kind of wondering like, okay, when it comes to, you know, sexting, what's a really good way to start it off? Well, (laughs) there's many several different ways of how to start off the proper sexting. I mean, you start off slow, start off with like, you know, I was in the office and I was thinking about you and that one specific outfit that you like to wear on date night. What I would really like is for you to wear that to me tonight. And I want you to strip very slowly. Yes. You know, just kind of just start it off nice and easy. No matter how cheesy it might sound, sometimes the cheesier ones can get it. It can get it going. So you got to bring in your fantasies. But also, again, 
stop being so, how do I say one dimensional? Okay. Don't just say, what are you wearing? Or guys stop doing the whole send pick. Like really, really send pick. What are you a fucking a Neanderthal? Like, come on. You a caveman send pick. That is nothing to be sexy about. Okay. Now, if you're in a sexual relationship with this person and maybe you did something last night, bring it back up in the text. Be like, you know, what did you call my boobs last night? You'd be like, oh, I called them, you know, thumper and bumper. And you'll be like, I just want to take thumper and bumper and just squeeze them in between my my cock and just let you, you massage me until I come all over your chest. There you go. That's all you fucking need. You don't need to get too into it. But, you know, keep it sexy. Keep it sexy. Or if you're laying in the bed, maybe it's nighttime and you'll be like, hmm, I was laying in bed for an hour thinking about you. But don't worry. I haven't touched. I want you to touch me. Every inch of me. Boom. There you go. Warm her up with that. It's kind of easy. Now, if you really want to get a little (laughs) X-rated, there is a thing called the sexting emojis um, or emojis, whatever people want to call it. Now, you can definitely get on with the emojis. Just just be cautious i mean the the watermelons and the the peaches and the wet symbols those are kind of come on that's like 2010 okay now they actually do have naughty emojis where they have you know a hairy pussy or a shaved pussy they have a, a furry dick and a big dick like they really have these emojis that you can use and it's not bad and it makes it worth it yes Type in erotic emojis and you can get them. I'm serious. (laughs) No dogs for doggy style. That is too much. No, just really be courteous. And there is such things as using too much emojis, emojis during sex and during sexting. It can get really childish. Like, are we 12 or are we, you know, 27, 28, 30, whatever. When it starts to look like kids doodling, I'd be kind of cautious. Like, come on. And then, of course, there's even the bitmojis where you put your face on it and you can get a little naughty and suggestive with that. They have something like naked time or sexy time and you're all in like a bathing suit. I'm like, okay, you can get a little naughty with it. But again, you just got to keep in mind the sexting and who you're sexting to because not everybody is going to respond the same way as every chick does. You know... It goes back to the whole dick pics. Guys, step your game up with the dick pics. And why don't you, instead of just shoving the cock in her face, why don't you warm up leading to it? Like, you know, maybe talking about, you know, you have me so hard at work right now, I can't contain myself. And maybe, you know, you can ask her politely, can I show you what I mean? And, you know, kind of take it step by step. Think of it like a strip tease over sexed. So you take a picture of you like holding your jeans. Then the next picture can be like you unbuttoning your pants, then zipping down your pants, then, you know, pulling out your dick in a nice manner out of the boxers. If you're not wearing boxers, then fuck it. Let that wang show its thing. It's okay. But again, teasing. Yes. Teasing equals pleasing. All right. I get so annoyed when men just love shoving their dicks. Like even the guys on Snapchat. 
first of all, y'all motherfuckers need to learn how to use Snapchat if you're going to talk to me. If you're going to send me a pic of your your dick and then you're going to unfriend me afterwards, how am I supposed to comment on your dick? Like, wait until the lady comments and then decide if you want to, you know, not respond. Another thing. Y'all are boring with the dicks. Like, get a little exciting. I got a girl's, you know, shaking their asses for me. I got a girl. There was a chick on my snap yesterday for no reason. She was in a unicorn onesie with the nicest pink, whitest tits I've ever seen. And she was just like, hey, Sapphire. And like whipped out her tit. And she's like, I'm just a unicorn waiting for you, baby. I was I was happy. I was a kid in the candy store. Shit like that really gets me going. That gets me going. Be fun with it. Be playful. You know, talk about a naughty fantasy. Work on your your vocal skills, you know, through text. You know, send now on iPhones and I'm sure on like Androids, you can send voice messages instead of, you know, jerking off on the phone, like actually get nasty. Get a one-on-one fantasy. You know, you you give her what she wants. You give her that fantasy. Maybe she has a favorite scene from God. I'm, I know I'm going to go there, but maybe she has a favorite scene from Fifty Shades of Grey. And maybe you can narrate it out for her. Replace Anna with the girl that you you're fucking. And there you go. There are so many different ways now. Now, also be mindful and be careful when you're sexting. I understand you want to keep it with the spank bank and all that, but guys and girls, if you don't want your shit all out there and you're getting sexed, there's no need to save that shit. I mean, I save them to go crack up with my friends sometimes, but I'm just saying to each their own. I have my security ways on my phone. Like my phone is kind of unhackable. I'm going to say it right now. My phone is kind of unhackable. My computer is kind of unhackable. And trust me, you try hacking my shit. I'm going to fuck up your shit before you fuck up my shit. So going back, if you know that you're the type of person that can be trusted in keeping these photos, then more power to you. But at the same time, sexting can get a little ugly. So again, be careful. Be careful with it. All right. So again, we are taking calls. I guess you guys are a little nervous. I understand. 323-375-4018. We are taking the calls. Now, if you've ever had, have you ever found yourself when you get a chick for the first time or a guy for the first time and you both just don't know how to initiate the conversation? Again, it leads to the sexting. You guys sexed all the way up to this point. She's sitting on your bed. You're, you put on some mood music and it's kind of like you're two strangers in the room. It's like all of this. You called? Uh-oh. Try it again. I will pick up. Because it did not go through. That was weird. Try one more time. Scotty said he called. All right. Again, 323-375-4018. 323-375-4018. Again, like I said, you're in the person's room. You're getting up to the moment. And you guys are like two strangers in the room. Go back on those sexting messages and maybe kind of reenact them reenact them whip out the phone and reenact them maybe blindfold your partner blindfold yourself and just get it going 
just get it going. That's the way to do it. Again, you got to think about all the things that can incorporate a sexual fantasy. The foreplay can be the fantasy. The fantasy can be the foreplay that leads up to the big buildup and the big shebang. And holy shit, you're having sex. That's really what it comes down to. It really comes down to that. So be mindful. Now, it's crazy because... The, when people talk about sex scene, they always talk about it being with teens. But there are more women. There are more women now warming up to it. And they're even taking it a step further. And this is where you bring in the video incorporation of sexting. Everybody loves to do it. Everybody loves to send videos of them jerking off diddling their skittles so that means fingering the pussy playing with toys and all this but just think about it now you and your partner are there you're in the moment you're about to get it on but you can't get it up play some of those videos sometimes the videos can help of just seeing yourself and going to do it do it like that. Just get into it. Get into the mood and just look at yourself looking at yourself with your partner. It's so good. <laughs> but seriously, think about it in using the whole it's going to be like the voyeuristic kind of fantasy. It's a voyeur fantasy. You can have your cell phone. And you're having sex with the person that you're with in the moment. But you can show her a video of you jerking off and all that. That's the best way to do it. Now, <laughs> someone's like, take a drink, damn. Okay, I'll take a drink. This wine is so good. So, again, let's go back to the sexual. <laughs> Stop talking about teasing. Why can't I talk about it? Teasing is good. It's red wine. Um, it's called Curious Beasts. I got it at Albertsons, for God's sakes. I don't know if you guys have Albertsons where you're at, but it's really fucking good. So again, overcoming the sexual anxiety. So with men, again, you might have the the incapability of achieving their erection, maybe even coming. Almost like you have um, whiskey dick. And then with the women, there's so there's several different things. Getting your woman in the mood. Women in, in getting in a sexual mood, it's kind of weird. If you're dealing with a chick who's not really sexually open to begin with, you might have that you're definitely going to have a sexual hurdle. Especially when I've heard of people in at coming to me and they're like, you know, I'm always in the mood and it's guys and girls. So I'll take my two lesbian girlfriends. For example, I have one girl. She's like me. Her sex drive is through the roof. She can turn it on. She can turn it off when she can. Now her girlfriend, on the other hand, and they've been together for about six years and yet they do have a very good sex life. But lately in the past couple of months, the girlfriend just cannot get in the mood. Now, are they in a rough patch? No, not really. They they communicate. They do a lot of things together. And like I said, they celebrated their six years together. They live together. They're one with each other. Now, the girlfriend who can't seem to get her sex drive like really up there 
it's like she has a mental block. So what they do is they have fantasy, fantasy time. And so what they do is they go back to their actual sextings, their sex. They go back to their love letters because they write love letters to each other. And they kind of get themselves in the mood by reenacting them and kind of incorporating, you know, the fantasy of building a, a sexual fantasy using touch and, and sense and all these things into their love letters. The love letters are, are scented. The sexting, you know, it varies from the videos it and from the text messages. They even use, they even use poetry, Shakespearean poetry and other poetry and other poets and kind of incorporate it just to get her in the mood because she's stimulated in a more mental way. So again, it's kind of, you got to seek out your partner. Now, what do you do if you have like the booty call that can't really get it up? Honestly, it's a booty call. Unless you really, really, really want to invest in yourself in the booty call. And first of all, if you're investing in your booty call, you got to sort the line right there. But again, if you're with the booty call and the booty call can't get it up or the booty call is just like, you know, like just dry, just give up. Just be like, you know what? I don't think it's going to happen. And just keep it at that. Why keep pushing on the fact that you got to find booty call, but they can't get it up with you? Clearly, the sexual chemistry is just not between you two. And yes, I'm saying there is sexual chemistry with booty calls. You got if you're in bed with each other, you got to be sexually compatible in some way. Why deprive yourself because you just want to put your dick in something? You still have to get your dick up to put your dick in something again. Like the way you got to do it so again if you're getting that invested in and wondering why your booty call is not performing at tapar chances of the matter is you guys are just not sexually compatible you're just not sexually compatible you cannot do it and i agree alcohol weed other kind of drugs if you're bringing you know if you have to be inebriated to get yourself in the mood you're actually hindering yourself and you can you can get yourself into a hole with the sexual anxiety and i'll tell you why first of all we just talked about whiskey dick when you start drinking okay your your body might say oh yes we can do this but then you get into the mood and you're dry as a horse there have been times when i've drank a lot of red wine and there and i'm like super fucking horny then by the time the person comes over it's like i'm dry and then my person has to get it it's got to get it you got to get it going got to get it going Try not to be too inebriated. Why do you have to be inebriated all the time to have sex? Do you know some of the best sex is when you're sober? Like completely fucking sober. When the best fucking sex is when you're completely fucking sober and you're letting those endorphins that you release during sex give you that natural sex high. Seriously. (laughs) Now, someone and a lot of people, I've seen this, people are like, alcohol keeps me going. Again, not every person is the same and let's be honest the more you drink the the world starts spinning and then you got to deal with the fact that you might puke on a bitch yes that's fucking happened my homeboy funny ass story we're at this party it was new year's eve 
this motherfucker gets completely fucking trashed. Just fucking trashed. And he finally gets this hot chick from the party to come up there, suck his dick, and they're getting into, you know, they're about to get it in. Less than five minutes later, this guy, this guy just completely blows it. And I mean, fucking blew it. He's fucking her in doggy style. Next thing he knows, he thought he was about to come. And no, he actually threw up all down her back. All down her fucking back. And I mean, for what, dude? Because you thought alcohol was your friend and this is, you know, the way that you're going to have drunk sex. Like, that is disgusting. That is just nasty. Fucking vomiting on this hot chick's back. Like, ugh. And first of all, how did you not know? Like, how can you not tell the difference between fluid that might be coming out of your penis versus fluid coming out of your fucking stomach? Like, that's disgusting. Fucking disgusting disgusting now if you're into it i mean go ahead but still again that can cause sexual performance anxiety right there think about it the next time this girl probably gets drunk at a party and she wants to get fucked you know doggy style she's gonna probably think twice she's gonna think twice about the time when she got fucking trashed with this guy and he threw up all down her back I know I was sexually traumatized. My sexual hang up for a long time, I wouldn't give head. I would not give head because the first blowjob I ever fucking gave, the ever the first blowjob I ever fucking gave, this guy didn't give me the warning that he was about to come and he came fucking in my eye. And I say I had a lazy eye, but honestly, that shit just burnt like a motherfucker. Like that shit hurt. And I literally had to wear an eye patch for a couple of days because that shit was so irritating. And it wasn't just like a little semen. It was like a big, massive face load, facial just in my face. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What happened to giving people a fucking heads up? So after that, I was like, I don't want to suck a guy's dick. Because every guy is going to take it too far. You start giving the best head and then y'all just can't fucking take it. You're like, oh, 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 got to put your hands down her, you know, and all that. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. So for a while, I really don't like sucking dick. Then I got Audio's dick and his dick was amazing. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. I would suck all that dick. I was, if all dicks were like Audio's dick, I'll suck all the dicks in the world. But I'm not. I'm so not. I just, I can't. I can't. Okay? I don't suck. I fuck (laughs) y'all. That was my motto for a long time. That was a long time. Because, no. I just, I couldn't do it. It was just too much. Too, too much. Now, what also can lead to it is, of course, the lack of experience. Again, you are the only person that knows your body, okay? No, you're the only person that knows your body at the end of the day. So again, if you're a person that's like, well, I don't masturbate sapphire, I'm too scared to. Come on, like, you can do it. Discover your body, be one with your body. Then you can, you know, express to your partner like, yo, I like it this way. I like it that way. That's the way to do it. Really, in all honesty. You're never going to know how good you are unless you try and if unless you're vocal. 
let you know about TheMisfitsNetwork.com. That's TheMisfitsNetwork.com. You can subscribe to all of our channels under one hub. If you just go to TheMisfitsNetwork.com, check it out. Sapphire's Airplay is on there. We got Hormones Podcast, Awkward Moments, and one of my personal favorites, Poop culture so check out the misfitsnetwork.com make sure to also subscribe to them through itunes soundcloud stitcher and clamor all right back to sapphire's airplay all right i think it's time for everybody's favorite segment i think it's time for the day's sex and confused news we all need a little break we all need a little break so let's just get it started dazed sexed confused dazed sexed confused all right now i know i've been talking about you know we talked about the election we're still getting over it but there was a story a couple weeks ago and it it's a really fucked up it's really fucked up and i don't know if i talked about it so if i did in the last um podcast i'm sorry but this shit was just ridiculous so there is a woman and i believe she was in texas but there is a woman whose child was doing a yes from texas so whose child was doing a mock election at school and the mother asked him you know who did she who did he vote for and he said i voted for donald trump now instead of you know just saying oh baby you know why did you do it exactly this woman took it a little bit too far and basically said we don't do Donald Trump here pack your shit and get the fuck out bye and I mean literally kicks her son out of the house so it's still on YouTube I'm gonna play a little clip right now and you guys be the judge since you voted for Donald Trump you get your shit and get out uh uh the suitcase is packed by the door yeah been packed the test this morning bye Okay, the sign that she's referring to is a sign that she made for the child and basically saying, I voted for Donald Trump. I'm a Donald Trump lover and I got kicked out the house. That's basically what the sign said. Now, the the video goes on for about two and a half minutes. You see this poor kid crying. His little brother is crying. She puts him out on the street, makes him walk down the corner and whatever. Now, since the video was released around November 15th, a little bit even earlier, I want to say, but the source that I'm looking at was from November 15th. Since the video was shared, it got over 200,000 shares, 200,000 shares. Okay. And of course, people who saw this video, they were outraged and they decided to, you know, call Texas police and, you know, call Child Protective Services. So one of the sheriffs, he said, you know, he called the video very disturbing and appalling. And he posted to Facebook. He said, if you have any further information on the woman, please, you know, let's get this, you know, cracked down. Well, they did find the woman and the woman, unfortunately, is kind of off the hook. So the recent report about it is that 
one of the detectives in Texas from the sheriff's office who first um, found out about the video said that there was no evidence of a crime was found. He also met with the family and the boy, and he said um, the boy was in good health. However, the uh, investigation is still going. Um, The mother who was interviewed, she claimed that the whole thing was a joke and Child Protective Services at the moment is investigating that. At the end of the day, I think it's just in poor taste. You're telling your child basically to get the fuck out. You know, the child cannot fend for himself. And he basically gave the best when she asked him, why did you vote for Donald Trump? She said, he said, I saw him on TV. And it's kind of true. A lot of people kind of showed, you know, who was in best favor. If you think about it, the media kind of hyped it up more. Trump was the one that was causing more scandal. But, you know, to people who really don't follow politic, you know, political news and they're just going by, you know, they're seeing everything. You know, it's too much. So I think this was in poor taste. There are other ways to handle the fact if you, you know, voted for Trump. There are other ways. And it's just called shut the fuck up and life moves on. Seriously, life moves on. But I think it was done in poor taste. And I really hope that there is justice for this child because no child should be ever kicked out and then posted on social media. Like, think about when the kid, you know, gets older. You know, it's crazy. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks for the kid. So there's there's one day sex and confused news. Um, here's another one. A woman was arrested for making sexual advances. Now the woman, I'm trying to think like who she looks like because I'm looking at her mugshot, and of course this is in Florida, and uh. This woman has like a really sunburnt face, matted, just dirty blonde hair, big ass nose. It's just disgusting. So anyways, she was making she was groping one man's genitals and trying to kiss a female victim, according to the police who arrested her. Um, They were responding about an intoxicated suspect. And the woman's name is Pamela Burnett outside a waterfront bar and restaurant in Fort Pierce. Fort Pierce is kind of a. Don't like that place. Fort Pierce is kind of boring, to be honest. In Florida, it's just kind of boring. I'm sorry if you're from there. Okay, kind of boring. So anyways, she was making unwelcome sexual advances towards numerous individuals chosen at random in the vicinity of the bar. A male witness told police that Burnett made sexual advances towards him and four acquaintances, one who had his genitals grope, um, tried to kiss a woman who walked past her. The police also said that she was uncooperative and showed signs of intoxication, including the ability, inability to balance herself and a consistence of slurring her words, <laughs> which I, I don't know. She she would not be considered a thought, y'all. I don't know. She she's a little bit too old to be considered a thought. OK, if there was granny thoughts, maybe you can call them like a. I don't know, grot, like grannies. Cause you know, I don't want to say GOT because that's like the abbreviation for Game of Thrones. So a grot, a granny thought, granny thought, just, ugh. I mean, think about it. You got like gray pubic hairs and shit. I don't know. I've never seen an old lady's vagina that's like decent. I really haven't. Even in porn, I really never even paid attention to the granny porn. 
like the gilf porn it's not like i examine you know old lady bush i just can't i don't know but i've seen you know it's just just nasty but the lady was booked in fewer county jail released on a three uh three hundred seventy five dollar bond in her rap she includes two battery arrests and neither resulted in a conviction so basically this woman just needs to stop drinking stop drinking and stop groping and get laid somewhere else if you got to pay for it shit then you got to pay for it here's another one saint augustine woman (laughs) was found in a walmart stealing a magic mike dvd dry salami um this woman looks very questionable like i think she's low-key in transition her name is carson kidwell and she was charged with grand theft after she stole $574 worth of items from Walmart by stuffing them into a duffel bag. <laughs> Among the items, Magic Mike, then Campaign, Bad Teacher. First of all, all of these were fucking horrible movies. Several tools, batteries, food items, including chicken and dry salami. <laughs> she then attempted to walk out the front door. Yes, I love St. Augustine. They have a really old um, lighthouse and I climbed all the way up those stairs and they make it very, very clear. Do not drop anything down there because it does feel like a bullet to someone's head and it's haunted. They have haunted tours. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. But um, they when they asked her, you know, why she stole the item, she said it's hard times. She said she was planning on giving some of the items away as Christmas gifts. Oh, tis the season. But again, I got a question. Dry Salami Magic Mike DVD. What were you trying to do, girl? Were you trying to Netflix and chill with yourself? I mean, first of all, Bad Teacher had a really awkward dry sex scene with Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake. So if she's really trying to get her rocks off to that, good fucking luck because that shit was horrible. Magic Mike, everybody overhyped that shit. I actually really like the second one better. Like when people told me, oh, Sapphire, you got to watch Magic Night. I literally was just like, I just want to see the pony scene. I was like, this movie is absolute crap. Just absolute crap. And then I saw Chocolate City, which is the black version of Magic Mike. And I was just like, Magic Mike still couldn't get my vote. Chocolate City was a horrible ass movie, but I like that shit better. Again, it was just too much. Couldn't handle it. (laughs) <laughs> All right, here's our last story. Now, we did talk about this on Shay 45. Now, California lawyers are really considering banning sex with clients. Yes, California lawyers will not be able to have sex with their clients anymore. They're trying to ban this. Now, first of all, the way that they're trying to ban it is they're saying that unless the client and the attorney had a sexual relationship before uh, one maybe discuss the fact that they were an attorney, then they're not going to consider it, you know, banful. But I still think it's stupid because at the same time, wouldn't you fucking know once before like wouldn't you want to fucking know if the person like what the person does for a living like i like to know what the fuck you do before we have sex like the fuck so and honestly who's really spying on these lawyers like i could tell you there's one person in particular who's very open if you guys follow me when i was still doing vivid radio and and all that there's one person says that they have fucked attorneys or two so i'm saying 
especially in Los Angeles, you're going to have to crack down every motherfucking big lawyer. You really are because there are some people out there that really do have the, the employee clientele discount. They really do. They really do. So really, how are they going to crack down on this? They really haven't decided yet, but they do need to reach a decision by March 2017. Now, of course, it's split right down the middle because people are saying it's an invasion of privacy. It's two consenting adults, yada, yada, yada. But it's still, you know, again, it's client and boss. It's just like people who fuck their their doctors or they fuck their their mechanics (laughs) like seriously they're really gonna have to fucking look into this because again the human body knows what they want again we're adults it's human nature it's human fucking nature i'd say you can't really go against nature if these are two consenting adults and they had sex and so what if this is the attorney and the client if they're not bringing that drama shit to the courtroom then who the fuck cares who the fuck cares let them fucking get their rocks off. If you're getting a free, um, cause let's face it, y'all. If you're getting a divorce and you're fucking your divorce lawyer, I know divorce lawyers. That's like a arm and a leg. Maybe, you know, you're hitting, you couldn't get your baby mama's, you know, child support all set. So you're banging, you know, your, your lawyer for some child support money. I get it, people. It's a fucking struggle right now. So again, when do we cross the line in meddling into people's sex, you know, sexual atmospheres? I say unless if it's drawing attention to where, you know, these people are fighting in the courtroom and it has nothing to do with the court case that is involved, then fine. Fuck it. Yes. Ban that fucking attorney because clearly they cannot separate sex and real life. They can't. Seriously. Seriously. So what's the whole fucking point? Let motherfuckers do whatever the fuck they want to do. But again, it does bring it back to do you shit where you eat? Me. I, I have fucked coworkers. I have fucked my students when I was a TA. I have fucked even my, my friends' exes. Again, I'm not a normal person. I know how to separate sex and emotions. I don't get emotionally attached. Now, let me tell you about this. For the first time in a long fucking time, your girl got friend zoned and friend zoned after really good sex. So like I said, I banged one of my neighbors, a recent neighbor recently. And um, on Monday, he finally came back in town. So I was just hitting him up, you know, like, hey, casually, does the gent want to come over for a nightcap? And... You know, conversation was going good and all that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like maybe we can, you know, after I'm babysitting, I can come see you or whatever. So he's like, yeah, we could totally hang out. But uh, can we hang out as friends? I'm I'm quite in the middle of talking about someone and talking with someone. Hold up. Rewind. First, fast forward. I had sex with this guy literally a week and a half ago, literally right before Thanksgiving. So you mean to tell me between the time of you and I having sex? Then you come back. All of a sudden, oh, I'm talking to someone. My dick is no longer available. Can we just be friends? Well, of course, I'm, I'm going to be friends. But again, exactly. Motherfuckers already talking to her. They were on a spurt. Guys, y'all ain't slick. I'm not going to give a fuck. I was just trying to get it in. 
I don't understand why guys think I'm going to catch feelings for them. First of all, I'm not. I like to kick you out at the end of the day. You really have to fucking wow me to be like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. It's just, ugh, it's too much. <laughs> yes, audio is my dick. But at the end of the day, I don't see audio as much. So I like to get my play on. But again, guys, just, I don't know. I'm going through a period where I'm just like, I don't know. I, I think I can do without a dick for a while again. Going on track for track now. All right, this is the clapback mode. So you do still have time to call in. Come on, y'all. This is the time right now. It's a new thing that we're going to do. The show is about to end, but this is the time where you clap back. So if you have any specific question, it doesn't even have to be sex related. Call in right now. Let's shoot the shit for a bit. 323-375-4018. That is 323-375-4018. Give me a call right now. I know one person said they called and all that. But seriously, we're about to wrap up the show. But this is your time where you can ask me any question and we could shoot the shit. This is the clapback moment. So again, 323-375-4018-323-375-4018. Clap that mode. And this is where I'll also answer your text on the Periscope as well. So shoot the shit. Clap back. Tell me what you think. I think someone tweeted something as well. Let me make sure I'm not right. Okay, no questions, no questions, no questions. Y'all are funny. 323-375-4018. I'm telling you, this is your time. I got the phone all ready to hear for you guys. I already talked to my radio bro, so we already know the lines are working. But again, this is where you can clap back and ask any question, any question at all. Oh, now y'all are getting all quiet. Now that you're saying we just got it started. I'm lucky to see it on here. My phone is jet. Oh, damn. That sucks. Well, T.L. Brown, do you have any questions, comments, concerns, questions? Shit. Shit almighty. Now, someone did ask me off air and they were talking about my bisexuality and they asked me, do I have a certain preference? I, at the moment, am neutral. I, if I see a woman and she's banging, I'm gonna be like, yes, I want to fuck her. If I see a guy and he's awesome, I'll be like, yeah, I want to fuck him. Um, and to the people that are like, yo, fly me or fly out to such and such. Um, unless if it's work, I'm not flying out there. Um, no, you cannot have my number. <laughs> the only number that you can have is this number three, two, three, three, seven, five, four, zero, one, eight. So I'm not going to give you my personal phone number ever. Yes, I do answer back on Snapchat all the fucking time. So if you ever want to know what I'm doing or you just want to shoot the shit and ask me questions, we can do that too. I'm just going to take a bong rip because y'all just being some silent motherfuckers. I'm just going to wrap the show up. Also, don't forget tomorrow's Thursday. And it is the first Thursday of the month, which means every two weeks, every second um, 
Thursday, unless otherwise stated, Yasmin DeLeon and I, um, we do a podcast show here on Periscope and it's called Late Night Tea. You can follow Late Night Tea at LNT Radio on Periscope, on Twitter and on Instagram. And we also have a phone line that's going to be open and we'll be using the voicemail option. So if you want to leave a voicemail and you want to ask us any question and what you want to um, spill the tea on, you can leave a message at 424-281-9753. That's 424-281-9753. All right. Um, you, someone just said, I got a question in the spirit of Whitney. <laughs> I, if you, what are your thoughts on Tom Likas? Actually, I love Tom. I met Tom a couple years ago when I was still working at Playboy Radio. And, you know, for what Tom is, it was honestly an eye opener to meet the man who's known for degrading women on air. I mean, <clears throat> do I believe every sex story of his? After meeting him, I'm like, no. But he honestly was completely different. He wasn't the same guy. Too much. Bring back Flash Friday. What's Flash Friday? I I don't show my tits if that's what you're asking, Dustin. Everybody knows that. I don't show my titties. The only titties we'll ever see are my friends in the porn business if we're hanging out. But yes. <laughs> I do miss Tom Likas on the radio, though. Um, I remember as a kid, I would usually be in the car with my mom on the way home and she would do it. It was awesome. My Thanksgiving was really good. I spent it with my bestie. She cooked a full-blown, just like... I, I basically went to a restaurant and died. I literally went to a restaurant and died. It was so fucking good. Anything else you guys want to clap back on? Like, seriously, you can ask me any question and I'll fucking truthfully answer. I will. I always answer. I don't tell lies. I'll answer the question. But again, um, people ask me, what do I prefer? Male or female? I prefer a person with good vibes. Make me laugh. Uh, what strain am I smoking right now? Today, it's called Blueberry Muffin. It's a hybrid. It's from Universal Collective here in Universal City, California. Shout out to them. Universal Collective is awesome. So if you have a weed card and you're ever in the Los Angeles area, check out Universal Collective. They're on Instagram. These guys always take care of your girl. I mean, the shit is so good. And it literally does have a very fruity uh, scent to it. Oh, and shout out to my boys, Hood Horkers. If you guys are on my Snapchat and keep asking me about the pipe, um, the pipe hoodie that I had that I was smoking out of. Yes, it is a pipe. That is a sweatshirt. And you can go to Hood Horkers. That's H-O-O-D and then H-O-R-K-E-R-Z, Hood Horkers, and you can get them. Um, you can tell them Sapphire sent you too. You might get a little percentage off. Just saying, shout them out. They're good peoples. So if you like that weed and you're looking for a Christmas present, and I think it's like under $200 at the max. It's like under two. I mean, again, it's a glass pipe. 
you can wash it and it has the glass tips and everything and basically the pull string is where you smoke out of definitely if you watch late night tea radio tomorrow lnt radio on periscope i'll make sure that when yasmin's here i will put it on and we'll smoke some bowls out of it how about that so you guys understand that i'm not bullshitting y'all about it i feel like i might fucking break it you know what weed will be legalized i think pretty soon i mean we got to see how california is because again now with the regulations in california i'm they're gonna find ways of you know how do you because right now they can't really detect if you are under the influence of weed when you're driving versus when you're under the influence of alcohol best believe they're they're finding ways to doing that you know is buzz driving the same as you know smoking weed it's really not (laughs) nice i heard washington has some good fire out there my boy he just moved to seattle i'm so jealous i want to go there so bad i only visited i visited seattle and I went there for a conference and I shit you not, I did not leave the campus. I was at Washington State the entire weekend and did not leave the the campus. I was cooped up indoors in meetings the entire time. It was fucking horrible. Beautiful campus. But I was like, I wanted to go to Seattle. I wanted to like go in the city. I wanted to see where real world was filmed. I wanted to go to the needle. So now I got to go back gotta go back to the seattle over there any other questions we're gonna wrap up in about three minutes this is like your clap back time any of your questions and all that <laughs> in slow as <laughs> oh t brown girl but you know what? it's all good you know I- i'm sure you know you got like a friend who got a friend who had a connect and be like i got that sack of weed for y'all Speaking of, did you guys hear about that guy that fucking tried to smuggle weed through Christmas presents? Like the fuck? <laughs> your weed is definitely better. Oh shit. Now, people talk about your weed. The, the weed in Cali, though, is different because it's all the strains and stuff. But I don't know. Make a believer out of me. If only... Fuck. You know what's, you know what's fucking crazy? I keep getting these offers for these weed delivery services. And it's like, yo, I don't live in the Bay Area anymore. I can't use this. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, shit, you work in the post office? I was going to say, okay, I got to ask, do you guys keep the weed or do you have to turn it in? I really got to know. Someone's got, you got to tell me. This chick on here on Periscope, you guys, she's saying she sees it all the time. So, girl, I want to know. I want to know. Do you guys smoke the weed that you find in the mail? You know, what's really funny. My cousin, a couple months ago, he was asking me, he was like, yo, can you like send me some weed? I'm like, dude, no, (laughs) you can't send weed in the mail. The fuck (laughs) you have to send it to the inspectors. Damn. That sucks. No, my boy, though, one of my guys on the police force, he hella takes weed. He hella takes the weed and smokes it. They always take the weed. He was like, yeah, man, we take the weed all the time. I was like, what? He's like, yeah. You know, take a gram here. It's a nice big stash. I was like, damn, hook it up. (laughs) And people are like, oh, weed is so like, uh, fuck off. It's better than alcohol. I'm sorry. You don't wake up with a hangover. You might wake up a little still stoned and a little hungry. Way better than waking up in a hangover. 
I hate waking up with hangovers. But the best thing to do, though, is to masturbate. Get those endorphins going. Uh, uh. One more minute, you guys. You have one more clap back question. I'm answering now before I take this last hit. Guess what? So am I. I am really tired of my pain meds. I'm tired of my depression, my antidepressants. I'll tell you that. This fucking sucks ass. It's the worst. All right, y'all. So remember, tomorrow night, late night T radio, LNT radio on Periscope, Instagram. And that will be on at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That will be. 12 a.m. Eastern. I know it's late, but it's going to be awesome, you guys. This is where you never know what kind of tea we're going to spill, so who knows what we'll talk about. Uh, you know, Yasmin DeLeon is a big Raiders fan, and Raiders been kicking that ass this season, y'all. So remember, safe sex is the best hot sex. Remember to like themisfitsnetwork.com and go there, check them out, um, check out all the podcasts that are on the iTunes hub. Make sure that you also follow me, Ms. Radio Sapphire, and S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E. That's S-A... I mean... Oh my gosh. M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E. Remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Until next week. Good night. Thanks for listening. If you sexy motherfuckers can't get enough, be sure to subscribe to Sapphire's Airplay on iTunes and Podomatic. 